It is another beautiful day here in Whiteland, Indiana, and another day for the Chit Chat Podcast with Corley, where we interview coaches, teachers, students from here at Whiteland Community High School. And today I'm joined by, you know, they they say you're not supposed to have favorites as teachers, but this is a favorite of mine, Haley Och. Haley, welcome on to the podcast. How are you doing today? Hi, how are you? I'm doing well. Um, so I want to start off first, uh, just especially when we have students, how I got to know these students, because Haley is actually... This is the first year I've had her in class, but it feels like she's been a pain in my butt for two years now because last year I had her in peer class when I was helping out Miss Mann. I was just kind of uh, observing, didn't know who you were at all, and then through track season, I think I was around just kind of getting to work with Coach Bangle and all that, and you were always around there for the track season as well, and so it seems like uh, I've taught you for longer than I have, but this is your first year actually in my class. Yeah, I don't even, I can't even remember the first time I met you. I don't. (laughs) like I don't like I don't remember I'm very forgettable I guess that's yeah that's what I'm saying that's good to know (laughs) well I'm I'm glad that you came on because I actually uh, have a lot of notes here in front of me because there's a lot that I think that we can talk about when it comes to Haley Um, but I want to start off because uh, the way I think I I really met you was through Amelia which was that's what I think too of course David Eden's daughter Amelia so she was at track so then I'd hang out with Eden's at the track meets, and then you are always with Amelia. So tell me, uh, first of all, I want to start there. If you know Haley, if you know Amelia, you know that you very rarely, I'm surprised she's not sitting next to you right now, you very <laughs> rarely see you two separated. So I want to start there because I would say that she's probably one of your, if not your best friend. How did yeah, that friendship start friend. off? Um, <laughs> So we were in like fifth grade. We had the same fifth grade teacher. This was our first year like combined with elementary schools. And so like I had never met her. I was in my fifth grade class. I had no friends. <laughs> and so like, the beginning of the school year we were out like recess or something and I just like went up to Amelia and Savannah and I was like hey can I be your guys's friend can I play with you or whatever at the recess and we I don't know we've been we've been in the same classes ever since so we like got really close in middle school and yeah and you two do That's a lot of the, it. you two do a lot of the same things as well because um, you all are both in the JV show choir iridescence you're both in the uh, swim program um, so you'll, it seems like you'll have a lot of the same interests. You all are involved in a lot of the same stuff. So is that on purpose or is that just kind of how, how it's gone about? Well, with swimming, actually, she was the one who like, I started swimming probably because of her, because like I had to find a new sport because of something we'll talk about later. I think. Yes. This is on my list. <laughs> yeah. Let's go ahead and throw it out there. You, you have okay. a, a back injury. Is that correct? Yes. My spinal, like my f- uh, let's see. My spinal cord, the L5, like, bone, so it, like, branches out, is, like, disconnected. So, like, it's fractured. And mm-hmm. it will be forever. Is there not a surgery that you can do to fix that? I mean, there is, but, like, since it doesn't cause me, like, too much physical pain, only, like, s- like twice a year it probably flares up, I can, like, live with it. But it happened because of gymnast- gymnastics in, like, sixth grade, and so I needed to find a s- another sport, and Amelia was swimming, and I was like, that's cool. I'll try that. And so that's how I started swimming. And I do actually have gymnastics down here, if you could believe it or not, because I did I did my research. As you know, I have this very full <laughs> notepad, notepad yeah. as I mentioned. And Mr. Eden said that I should ask you about gymnastics. So how did you get involved in gymnastics? Because okay. where I'm from in, high, in my high school, in my area, people did gymnastics, but there's not really a lot of high schools and middle schools and elementary schools that allow you to do gymnastics competitively, which I think is where most people think of, hey, if I'm going to compete in a sport, it's through my school. Yeah. So how did you get involved in gymnastics? Um, so up until like fifth grade or fourth grade, maybe me and my sister danced. Kirsten danced forever, but 
I danced from when I was like three. So I was always in dance. And I was like, I taught myself these like gymnastic skills from YouTube videos or whatever. And I would make like my own like videos. And then my mom was like, do you want to do gymnastics instead of dance? And so I did. And I really liked it. And so I did that for like two years probably. And I like was getting good quickly. And so like with the high school thing, I like knew that gymnastics wasn't at our high school and I was like oh I wish gymnastics would at, was at our high school but I got hurt so it didn't matter anyway but I probably would have stopped that if I like was still going because I like to compete for the school go Abs- Warriors absolutely and now with gymnastics that probably also explains uh you and Amelia and I have talked about our absolute love for the Olympics specifically the summer oh, yeah. Olympics which we had the chance to talk about last year Winter Olympics, I don't know how much you're watching right now. I'm I'm all bought in, of course, like every night. Yeah, it's on at night. If there's not Indiana basketball or the Super Bowl was the only other time I've been watching the uh, watching the Olympics. But gymnastics, of course, along with the swimming, I think, are the two that you probably follow the most in the Summer Olympics. So yes. um, what is it like to, to still be a fan of the sport? I love watching gymnastics. And, like, so my TV is actually a really cool spot in my room. It's, like, in my bed, like. Not in my bed, but it's like my bed's against the wall, so it's against the wall, and it comes out, and it's literally right in front of me. So when I go to sleep at night, I watch, like, I'll watch gymnastics meets, like college gymnastics meets. Like, I love them so much, and the Olympics are on right now, so I watch that, but I follow, like, everything. They say that sitting that close to the TV is not good for your eyes. Yeah, well, I can't see, so. Do you have have blue light glasses? I do, but I don't wear them. Hmm. 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 All right. Well, you mentioned your sister as well, Kirsten, and I don't know her as well as I know you. She's only a freshman, correct? Sophomore? Freshman. Freshman. But you and her, from what I can tell from a distance, are very different. So (laughs) I want you to tell me a little bit about you and her and how did, when did you first, because you're the one that always says it too, like, hey, we're we're very different. How did, when did you first start to notice, like, yeah, we're not really alike at all? Um, I don't know. I feel like, well, me and Kirsten, like, we're close, like, but we're not, like, that close. Like, I mean, we fight, but everyone fights like we're siblings, so we will. But we're just, like, really different. Like, I don't know how to explain it. She's just, like, we're the same, but we're different, you know? I don't. That's why I asked the (laughs) question. Okay, let's see if I can find an example without being mean. Sorry, Kirsten and my mom. I'm not trying to be mean. (laughs) Um, Okay, so Kirsten, I think, cares more about um her social status and like okay for example i'll come home on like a saturday and there'll be like 20 kids at my house that are kirsten all kirsten's friends now if you know me i have like three friends so that's kind of different like when i was a freshman too i never had like 20 of my friends at my house because i didn't i didn't have 20 friends which isn't bad but she just like i don't know she just cares about what people think of her i think and cares like how she's viewed I think, too, that that's something And she that has a lot of friends. Like, I feel like she doesn't have one, like, close friend. She just has a lot. So, I don't know. But she likes that. And she does cheer. And you do not do cheer. And I do not cheer. You do. I cheer at the student sections. That's true. So, sections. you're you're like, but you're right there. So, you're kind of, like, supporting her cheer. No, and I love watching cheer. Cheer's a, another thing, like gymnastics. I'll, like, go on and just watch cheer routines. I will say that that was something that uh, this year, for the first time, getting to go to the Mid-State Conference Meet, which we hosted here at Whiteland, if you think that cheerleading is just what you see at the games, you're sorely, sorely mistaken. There's a lot more that goes into it. And seeing the actual routines, yeah. is, I mean, it's, it is uh, pretty cool to see all the different stunts and all that they're, they're doing. So um, 
but yeah so uh no i i think too what you said about kirsten it's, it's kind of the same thing that you know i'm not that old i like to tell people i'm only 26 and high school is not that far away for me but that was kind of the same thing like you're always especially when you're younger in high school trying to find who are those people that will be your close friends but um Speaking of your friends, and, and I think that a uh, person I want to bring up here that you've taken under your wing and become friends with this year, someone that I had a chance to do some research with, Yenta, our foreign exchange student <laughs> no from the way. Netherlands. Yenta. And so tell me a little bit about how you all developed that friendship and what you've kind of learned through having a uh, an exchange student as a, as a what I'd call probably, as, at least I see a close friend now. Yeah. So Yenta, okay, she's from the Netherlands. I think she came here like early August kind of, but... Amelia, it's like dad was like, hey, will you email this foreign exchange student and like tell her like you can be friends with her or whatever. And she ended up very natural to make friends very through, yeah, email. through email and Amelia. <laughs> but so Amelia and Yenta like talked like texted, I guess. But she was actually on the soccer team. So that's really how I got to know her because we played soccer together. And so whenever we would do like passing or partners stuff, like we would always be partners and then we went to all the football games together, all of us, and we go to the basketball games. So, yeah, it's fun. What is something that maybe you've learned from Yenta in terms of culture? Has there been any, like, culture shared between the Netherlands and America in this yeah. friendship? Well, she, like, they don't have, like, Netherlands music. Like, they do, but most of them just listen to what's in the United States. Netherlands, I think what you're, the adjective you're looking for is Dutch. Dutch, Dutch music, yes. sorry. Yeah, I knew that, Yenta. <laughs> um, <laughs> but... And then I ask her all the time, because this is curious for me, like, does she think in Dutch or, like, English? Isn't that crazy to think about? Like, I think she has to think in Dutch, has, though, right? No, she thinks in English when she's speaking. So she said when she's speaking English, she thinks in English. But when she's speaking Dutch, she thinks in Dutch. But, like, just going about your day, I feel like I'd think in Dutch, but I don't know. They're so interchangeable. I'm so, not bilingual, so I wouldn't know. So does she say then that she, when she is just going about her day, she still thinks in English? Yeah, because she's like, speaks English all the time now. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Because I think like I've been uh, another foreign exchange student. He's in my radio beginning radio TV class is Miguel and he's been teaching me a little bit of Spanish. So then I think anytime I'm trying to think about what to say. But again, I'm not bilingual. I'm just trying to learn. So I'm doing the like immediate almost like doing like the mental math of of language. Like, okay, I, yo, want, quiero. Yeah. Yeah. But it's so fluent for her that she can just. I don't know. It's weird. I don't like thinking about that. That's my favorite part about this is the second year I've had a foreign exchange student. This is actually the second year. uh, Well, and I don't have Yenta in class, but, you know, I see her around and get to talk to her through you all. Uh, Second one that I've known from the Netherlands, Janneke. I don't know if you met her last Mm, year was from the Netherlands. Is really getting to see, you know, that different side of culture. And I was talking to Yenta. I was like, so show me, like, on a map. Where's your hometown? And I'm looking like, oh, my gosh, this looks so awesome. She's like, it's very average for the Netherlands. Yeah, she was like. Yeah, the the ocean's right there, but you know it's just rocks. And I was like, <laughs> the ocean's like ten minutes from your house, but it is like, just rocks. And like, if you go out outside, you'll see beautiful I sixty five. And she's like, yeah, we can. I can get to another country in probably like forty five minutes. And I was like, what? Yeah, <laughs> that's insane. Yeah, they have it uh, very nice over in Europe, and it's. Uh, I think it's cool though that they get to come over and see uh, you know different culture. Now, do you know how long she's going to be in? Chile's like July something. July. So she still has. Yeah, quite but a bit she of time wants here. to go to school here. Really? Yeah, she that's wants to go to Purdue. She emailed them. Oh, that's nice. She's like, I know it's late. I haven't taken the SAT and like financial like. I think so you, get, you have to get a little bit of a break if you're like. Yeah. So. I would say like, sorry, couldn't, she really wants couldn't to. understand the application. Like, can I get a break? Yeah. Like, oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> she also said though that this is something kind of different. That um, like the people way people dress here and go to school, like in the Netherlands, people would never do that. They're so professional. 
Mm. Like they don't wear sweatpants and sweatshirts to school. Like that's not that's frowned upon. I think it still is frowned upon when people wear their pajama pants not on pajama day, but right. Peop- but like sweatpants, sweatpants. I mean, I wore sweatpants when I was in high school. Yeah, yeah. I wear sweatpants every. I have five pairs. There's five days of the week. There you <laughs> go. Absolutely. Well, speaking of uh, foreign lands, I know that you are have a big tie to a neighboring state, Ohio, <laughs> and there is no one that will talk to you more, even if you don't want to listen, about the Ohio State Buckeyes and the Cleveland Browns than Haley. So you have family that is in Ohio, correct? Correct. North of Dayton, Tip City. So, like Dayton. Okay. And so you were pretty much not given a choice of who you're going to root for, right? It was... No. My parents moved here, like, when I was born. So... So it's been Ohio State. They're Ohio. Yeah. So let me ask you this. What would you say, if, if you had to say that your favorite, like... Because you're not just a casual fan. You're like, when I, when I say, like, she's a fan, it's... I will talk to Haley the next day at school, and she's like... Corley, did you see that play at the end of the game? I know you were watching <laughs> and like can tell you down and distance and what happened on what play. So what got you into being such a diehard uh, Ohio sports fan? Especially I don't know. Buckeyes and Browns. Yeah, so I don't follow college football as much. I don't know. I just really like NFL. But my garage is orange. Um, it's orange. Yep, for the Browns because they're orange. Mm-hmm. And the Makes whole sense. wall has like brown stuff on it. My dad like and we have a blanket. We have everything. And our dog kind of looks like a bulldog. That's not why we got him, but <laughs> I was say, he's a pug. they're like cousins. But um, I don't know. I used to like, like be against my dad and be like, yeah, I like the I like the Colts. I don't <laughs> like the Browns. But like four years ago, probably I started actually like following the team and like liking them. Four years ago was when they went zero and sixteen, by the way. Um, but <laughs> well, I think that you can then speak to this as well because I get so mad. Like as an Indiana basketball fan, so many people right now are like you know what, like, I'm not going to start watching until they turn this around. I'm like, but then that's not, not the point. The point of being a fan is that if you're not there for the 0-16 right. season, then what's the point of, like, oh, being the thrill of the Super Bowl the, or something? they miss the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, 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 <laughs> they're still missing the playoffs. No, but, but I'll never forget last year, uh, my whole family, including Jasper, was dressed in all browns because they played the Steelers in the wild card round of the playoffs. It was the first time they made the playoffs in, like, 20 years. And they played the Steelers rival and it was like 21 to zero in the first three minutes. And like it was, there was snow on the ground. And every time we, they would score a touchdown, we would all run outside and like scream and run around in the snow and then come back inside. It was so much fun. I remember, I think it was maybe two, three years ago when the Browns were running some kind of promotion. It was like the Browns win a game. And the very first game, all these Browns fans were getting so excited. And then they tie the Steelers and it was like, Ooh, right. so close. One year, though, they were 0-15, or like 0-14, and it was Christmas Day, and they played on Christmas Day, and they won, and everyone was like, it's a Christmas miracle in Cleveland or something, and it was so fun. Just so they didn't go completely <laughs> Just defeated. so they didn't, yeah, two years in a row, that would have been bad. Well, because, uh, as I mentioned in the last podcast, for those that listened to our interview with Coach Kirkhoff, Mr. Edens is one of my best friends here at Whiteland, and he, t- he tells me that, like, you know, if it's a Sunday and you're hanging out over at their house, like, football comes on like all right see guys like i've got to go watch yeah. the browns so I'll like we spend the night over there and it'll be like 12 o'clock and be like all right i gotta go peace Bye. out like i've got more important things to do yeah. than you know hang out and not watch football but i think some of that too i've discovered that you have a um i don't know what the correct word would be uncanny love of math 
So because that's the one thing when we when you were doing broadcasting, we'll get into that in a second uh, for us back in the fall for soccer. You were the first person that we've had kind of in the program, even though you're not really in the program. That would be like, Corley, did you see this stat or this? stat's pretty cool. We should highlight this. So do you think that's where your love of stats come from is your love of math or Uh, just as it come natural to you? I think so. So I took statistics. It's not anything like math it's not i hated statistics and stats statistics the class is nothing like no i hate actual stats no it's not my stats are like this person hasn't won a game in 300 something days or like those random stats i think it's because i love fun facts too like jeopardy i love jeopardy yeah but i also love math like i don't know it's it sounds so like nerd nerdy but like it's so i don't know well i think it's too everybody has their favorite class it's just so rare do you hear someone say their favorite class is math. Is math, right. I don't know. I just, the satisfaction of, like, doing the steps and getting the exact answer, like I was telling you earlier, there's always an exact answer. Haley doesn't like things that are undefined. Like no. In, like infinity. Like infinity. Gosh, I hate infinity so much. Like, how is it infinity? And How many nights has that kept you up where you're just like, you can't. I hate infinity. You're like, I, I don't can't know. sleep In math, whenever, whenever we learn something about math, like, about infinity, I'll, like, stop listening because I, I can't wrap my head around it. Well, when you start to think about the future, do you think math will play any way into like what you want to do? I know you're a junior and that's what well, was it first semester in peer class. We were talking about like careers and all that. And you were like, Corley, what should I write down for what I want to do? I'm like, <laughs> I can't answer that for you. The only thing I know I don't want to do is psych, but I think it has to have math. But I don't want to like I feel like I need a balance between like sitting at my desk and doing math because I could do like I could do that two to three days a week, I feel like. But th- I also need to be able to get up and, like, apply it to some things. So that's where I said if you if you enjoy the radio TV aspect of things, which, you know, Haley is joining the class next year, we've heard. Uh, that's that's yep. the rumblings amongst the program right <laughs> now. And if you like math, I honestly think a place at ESPN doing something like Statistics, stats, ESPN yeah. Stats and Info would be uh, such a fun job because that's the thing for me is, like, I'm sitting down watching an IU game, and it was in December, and we would have been our 12th win. And it still remains to be seen if they make the tournament or not. But I'm saying, okay, when, when we win our 12th game in December, how many times in the last 15 years have we gone to the tournament? And it was like all but two. Yeah. So that for me is like, okay, that's a stat I had to look up. But it's a fun stat. Like, hey, we, we win our 12th game. We're, you know, 90% yeah. of the time we're making it to the tournament. And that's something that other people aren't necessarily looking at. And it's so, like, very minute that is it an indicator? Maybe, maybe not. Yeah. So those are the fun stats. And I think that would be something that would be fun just to – pour over you know different stats and information yeah and, look at and trends. like I love commentating like I always say I want to be like the next Aaron Andrews or whatever like on the field or like in the box too but like when they say those stats they don't like come up with that themselves there's people that give them those you're absolutely and right like so that would be me giving so them those so when I got the uh well and I will say there's kind of to a, an extent there's a misconception there so like when I was coming out of college one of my first job offers was up in the Upper Peninsula in Michigan, Marquette, Michigan. They have a small ESPN affiliate there, and their big draw was, hey, you get to put ESPN on your resume, and you have access to their entire data, like research, like everything. Anything that the Sports Center guys are using, I can use. Like, I have the yeah. same access. It's like, that's pretty cool, but it's also snows like five feet up <laughs> here in the winter, and it's never warm until like June. Yeah. So I didn't take that job, but... You know, with the being on the sideline reporter, one thing I always tell people, like, you know, Grace wants to kind of do the same thing is mm-hmm. it's not just everybody hand feeds you that stuff. You're a reporter. Yeah, right? you have to. 
There's you're a sideline reporter. It's not mm-hmm. just sideline personality. So you have to do that information. Now, sure, there's people that will say, hey, these are like there's game notes and packets you can look at. They give you stuff, but you have to make the story out of that information. Right. So I think that's something that uh, you're doing the internship, right? Not just the class. Yep. So doing the internship, we can definitely work on next year. But I want to talk about your broadcasting. Did you realize or maybe did anybody ever actually come up to you personally and tell you that you were doing a good job? Well, I think my grandparents listened to me <laughs> other and than, they told me. Other than other than family members. Okay, no. Well, no, only from what you've told me. So, yes, I was going to say, let's say publicly here on the podcast that Haley has a lot of fans in the soccer community. She did all of our boys soccer game, all but maybe one. I think there was one that you didn't do. And then there was one that I will never hear the end of because we canceled the broadcast. Haley, <laughs> do you want to tell that story, Haley? Yeah. I Soccer season always is such a blur for me. Okay, I can remember. So it was, like, really dark outside, like, really dark. And so we looked at the radar. And it this already, was at, like, 4 o'clock. And it, and it already, already rained. Poured down yeah, rain, yeah, it already, like, stormed all day. And we were, like, just looking at the radar. And I was like, I think it's going to pass us. Like, it doesn't look like it's going to hit us. But it was, like, pitch black. Like, it was dark. And I was like, I don't think – I think we should do it. Like, it's not even going to hit us. It's over with already. And so we sat there and we were like, let's wait until – I don't even know what time he said because he was like, we have to set up quick. And if it starts raining, we have to take it down immediately. And so we decided not to do it and it didn't rain. Um, well, in this, like, you're cutting out a few okay, parts sorry. of the story here where I, I was like, I, I, I was like, you know, it. Haley, it's up to you. I said, because I was not like, I mean, I was a little snappy at first. At but first I was like, you were. And then I was you like, you know like, what, Haley, if you want to do it, let's do it. But if the $10,000 <laughs> of equipment gets ruined, hey, you can write the email the next day and I maybe get fired. You're like, um, and that still wasn't enough to make Haley completely against the idea. No, I thought about idea. it for a little bit. I waited until the last second. But that did get you your first taste of silent reporting because we were doing those Instagram updates as well. Yeah, I wasn't good. It was good. It if, just took if a few If I takes. wasn't live, if I was live, I'd be fired. I think, though, if you're live, the one thing that I learned especially, the more times that it. you're live, you do it. Like, there's times that I'll, like, try to record something playing guitar, and when I try to record just the audio file, I mess up 100 times. If I do a Facebook Live where I'm just playing... I never mess up. You go Facebook Lives playing your guitar? Um, that I haven't done one since fall of last year, fall break, la- like 2020. 2021. 2020? 2021. 2021 was Wait. my first year, so 2020. 2020. Yeah. Mm. Quarantine things? Well, no, I was. we were on fall break. Oh, That sorry. was the fall, yeah. Sorry. Wait, no, was it? I can't remember. It's, no, it was, yeah, it was that fall. Yep, that's right. That's the right timeline. Oh, okay. Um, one last thing I wanted to, to circle around to, and this might be a little bit longer segment than I had planned. Cause I, I went to, uh, had prep period during sixth period, which is, uh, Haley's one of her shades of blue, um, choir, choir. classes. Yeah. Jazz choir. Jazz choir. And so I was like, well, I'm going to mosey on over here and see what's going on. And Mr. Gotti said, yeah, they're learning a new song. You should check it out. So I stayed and all of a sudden I just started scribbling down all these notes and questions I had about choir. So first of all <laughs> i'm excited i was watching him like just sitting in the corner just staring at us well first and, like of all, with his note with his yellow notepad and I <laughs> my told, dad has the same one of those i, I make told fun jada of jada who's also on radio tv and is in the choir i told her i said there were times i had to like start writing something down and put my head down because i didn't want to start like smiling and then laughing and not because something was funny because i'm like i'm like oh my gosh this is so good and like if I start smiling and then someone's looking over at me then we'll start laughing and then you make eye contact I'm gonna start laughing I'm gonna be like "Mm, this is bad like they're gonna tell me to leave so (laughs) all right I want to start with this okay first of all shades of blue for those that don't know is our our top choir that's not a show choir correct like it's our top vocalists yeah 
So it's a jazz choir, top vocalist. I want to start off with, this is your second year? First. First year in Shades of Blue. Yes. All right. First year. I can year. tell you the story. Let's, you hear, let's hear the story of how you got involved in Shades of Blue. Because I remember uh, we covered choir last year, but I couldn't remember if you were in Shades or not. Yeah. So we do tryouts in like March and... Like my freshman year or my sophomore year when I or my freshman year when I auditioned for sophomore choir, I was just like, I'm going to be in core layers. Like I didn't even put shades as an option because I just like wasn't that confident in myself. But even my sophomore year when I auditioned for this year, I was like, I'm just going to put shades down like in core layers. Like I like core layers. It's fun. If I was in it again, like I wouldn't be mad, but I'll put shades. You get to try like you get to say what choir you're interested in being. in. Yeah. And so it was like they sent them out over spring break and I was like looking at the list and I was like scrolling down to find core leaders and I scroll down to shades and I read it and like my name's on there and like my reaction I was I was like astonished I was like how the heck did I get in here like I was amazed I was so excited and it's been really fun so and that's a genuine reaction too because like we just said it is a very talented group of vocalists and um that's my favorite part is, you know, of course, I like seeing the show choirs and they're dancing, they're singing routines. But for me, the shades, it's like it's all about, to me, the music itself. Right. It's yeah. all about just those voices coming together. And so the first question I want to start off with is what is something that maybe some people do not realize about choir? Something that like, you know, like maybe you're just a casual person. like Yeah, you know, they just sing. But what is it about choir that people don't realize? It's really hard. Like when I go into choir if I'm having like a like a down day or like I don't want to be at school and like I'm like choir or I can just relax like you really can't because the notes and stuff and especially in shades they're so um like the intonation has to be perfect and there's so much dissonance and so your note has to be perfect and you have to be like actually knowing how to read the music or else you'll fall behind because everybody in there is so good. So how how often when you get a new song, because like the one that I'm, and we'll talk about this, uh, and we have a little uh, surprise here, is Route 66 is one that you all have been working on. <laughs> how often do you know a song prior to them giving it to you? Like, is it typically never? Never. never. Um, in Iridescence, I knew one of the songs, but usually never. I did hear you all receiving, uh, singing some Stevie Wonder, though, Sir Duke. Yeah, I didn't know that song though. You didn't know. I that? know, wow. I know. But now, like Amelia loves that song. And so you didn't know Route sixty six? No. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So maybe I'm so just uncultured, but maybe some I didn't. Of our, I don't know most of the songs we sing. If we've got any older listeners, maybe my age or, or up, they're gonna be kind of like definitely. You're not you're, old. You're, you're twenty six. But yeah, I mean, but a but lot of people Stevie know Stevie Wonder. Yeah, I know. Well, most of the people in my class knew it, but like Route sixty six, Chuck it. Berry. No, uh, no, no. Okay, not ringing any bells. Nope. What are your? What would you say th- your favorite piece that you all have sang this year is? Ever, or ever, just in, in or this year, in choir in general. Um, I really like Route sixty six. Answer Duke. I love I love the scat section. It's so fun. But also Coventry Carol. Coventry Carol. Just was because really of the harmonies, I love harmonies. Oh, they were so good. And that's uh, so. So one of the things I wrote down here is. Uh, in my exact words on my notepad, do you ever give yourself chills or just appreciate how beautiful the singing is? Can you notice that as you sing? Like, do you yes. notice it going on around you, what that sounds like? Or are you so much in your own head about this is what I need to sound like? No. So the whole thing in that choir is listening to each other so you can, like, make it perfect. Because you don't need too much of this section, too much of this section. Like, there has to be a perfect balance. So that's why we stand in the arc that you saw us in so we can all hear each other. But, like, when you were in there, 
uh, when the basses and like tenors were doing something and they finally got it and it sounded so good like all all of us girls are like wow like that was really good so yeah because it's sometimes you know uh, like the old saying is no one likes to know how the sausage is made it's like when you're in there and you hear like all the stuff before a concert like ooh that was definitely not yeah. the note they were going for but then as God see and that's that's the part that you really see as the, the choir director it's not just okay let's get together and sing he's like no you're not doing this right yeah and I don't know. I can hear it sometimes, but, like, his ear is insane. Like, I'm getting, I think I'm getting better at hearing when, like, notes are off, but Godsey's ear is, like, and Miss Holt's ear are crazy. Like, they can hear any little, like, mess up or, like, well, un- over or under. And even just the different way that you can sing a note. Like, you can add, uh, what's it, tremolo? Is that the correct term? I have no idea. The little bit of the shake, you know, like the... Oh, like a vibrato. A vibrato, that's the word <laughs> I'm looking for. I don't know, terminal what that was, but... Yeah, and vibrato. the way you place it in your mouth is so, like, different. Or, like, like I like, too, there was, at, at the end, where you, like, you start real low, and then come oh, up yeah, high, like... crescendo. Yeah, yeah, the crescendo. And then sliding. Yeah. So those are, like, some of the cool parts. Now, um, how can you... The one thing I noticed about with choir, especially your all's choir, is you all have to have a lot of energy, a lot of energy. But how do you all manage to have, like, we're going out full energy without it then getting too over the top into, like, a sloppy vocal performance, if that makes sense. Like, where the energy is not just blowing out of you, it's a controlled energy. Hmm. So, I don't know. It's kind of all about placement in your voice. Because if I, like, place my sound back, like, in the back of my throat, and I, like, have high energy, it's going to sound awful. Because it's so in the back of my throat, and you really want to bring it forwards, but not, like, screaming. And the whole thing is just listening to the people around you. Like, you have to listen, and if you can't hear the two people next to you and the two people behind you, you're singing too loud. Like, you're screaming. And you said the person that sings behind you, we'll give him a quick shout-out, is Dalton (laughs) Hughes. Yeah, Dalton and Corbin. And tell me about um, Dalton, because I've not heard Corbin, well, I've heard him do some solos, but not outside of choir. I have heard Dalton sing here in the radio TV room, just singing. And people don't realize he's also the punter on our football team. So, and we had Ethan Myers from last year was also a football player and in choir. Uh, but you wouldn't look at looking at Dalton and be like, oh yeah, this guy has like an awesome voice. But that guy can sing. Yeah. And you said and his you told falsetto me, is like so good. And you told he me that sometimes so you sit there and you're like, oh, I've got goosebumps now. Yeah. Yeah. The, and them together, the whole tenor section, that's because they sit behind me. So I hear them the most. Like they're really good. How hard is it whenever you're doing these, these, the singing, like, to not sing lose, the other part to sing the other part because i always feel like i want to sing the melody of the song and then it's like oh but if i was having to do a part and it's like you're not singing that melody and today when we were in peer class and we had uh audrey and tara were singing uh over at the table next to me mm-hmm. i was like this doesn't sound anything like the song they're like well we're singing our individual parts so it doesn't unless we had the whole choir yeah it doesn't sound like it and so since i don't know any of the songs i think that's kind of a plus because i don't actually know how they go yeah. So when so I learn the alto part and like it's more comfortable in my voice and I have strong singers around me to like sing in my ear. But sometimes uh, I catch myself singing the tenor, part, the boys part, actually, because they're like in the same range that we're in kind of. So sometimes if our notes are really close, like I'll accidentally sing one of theirs. So I did notice like and but it's I don't know when you do it, it's a lot more easier to like stay with your part. One thing I people don't really know about me a lot now. Some people found out because I went and got the guitar from the choir room the other day and I was playing in my room is I play guitar. I like to sing. I don't like to perform necessarily, but I'm like, if it's the end of the day, my radio is all the way up and I'm singing. I love singing Beatles because they have such good harmonies. Yeah. But I, when I was younger, I was like, 
I didn't know that there were really two different singers like singing. So then when mm-hmm. you listen for parts, now that's something I've, I'm trying to do just for my own yeah, like, personal I love listening betterment. To parts. Is listening to that part and seeing can I mimic that? But it's so much different when you have what? How, are there five different parts in a choir? Four? Mm, we d- in shades, there's like four to six. Four to six. Hmm. But like in my other choir, it's only three. Three to four. Well, as we mentioned, Haley is currently in the, with the, the Shades of Blue. They've been doing a song called Route 66. So we're going to uh, bring this song in here. This is from their fall performance. So give me just one second here. Oh, boy. And Haley, what I want you to do is as we're listening to this. Okay. Just tell me what you're thinking. While I'm singing this? Or like about this? Just about this performance. We've gotten so much better. Wow. Our cutoffs are really clean. Really clean. That part's so much better. When will you all sing this again, do you know? Uh, March 5th. March 5th. And what's, is that at it's the... Here. Is that the jazz choir competition? Yeah. That's good. That's really good. So when I was in there the other day, you all were singing it a cappella and not with the jazz band. I like it a cappella. Yeah, I mean, we always practice a cappella too because um, our directors can't really play the piano that well, <laughs> which, I mean, I can't either. Do you all have actually, like, out of the choir itself, how many of those people are, would you say, musically gifted to where they can, like, because I saw Chloe, I think, was sitting down doing, like, a little bit of piano work. Is there anybody that can actually, like... Play the piano? I mean, Ashley's in band, but I, I don't think anybody can actually play the piano. Like, Chloe's learned, taught herself, and, like, I know how... Like, I can play it by looking at the notes, but... I also noticed, too, last year, whenever you all had the Pops concert, um, the definition of, like, pop, like, popular, I guess is what, what I thought, like, Pops is popular music. Yeah. It was like, I'm like, I'm looking at this, I'm like, I've not heard of that song, I've not heard of that yeah, song. Yeah, I think it's because a lot of the pop songs are hard to sing. Ooh. We're going rib on that part. Are, like, dynamic changes? <laughs> yeah, that's, we've gotten a lot better, that's what I can say. How long had you all been practicing before this, because this, this, again, is the fall concert. Yeah, so what was that, like, September? It's pretty early, September, maybe early yeah. October. Well... We didn't even, like, work on it until, I don't know, when we found out we were singing it at this concert we are about to have, which was probably, like, three weeks ago. But, like, the first time we sang it, it was, like, it was probably better than this. Strong finish. And you'll hear applause because people liked it. <laughs> so, yeah, I thought that was, uh, that was one that, for me, when you all were saying that you were going to sing that, that was a fun one because I'm like, okay, I actually know the song. Uh, I would love, this is the one other thing I figured out about choir, you do not sing in your actual singing, like, pronounce, like, I would never pronounce words as much as you all pronounce them in choir. Every word is almost, it seems like, maybe not so much in jazz choir, but a lot of other choirs is, like, very over-pronounce the words. Yeah, well, we have to, like, sing in, like, a British accent, kind of, because if you're just singing, like, with my lips spread, like, right now, it's going to sound bad when everybody's doing that, so you have to, like have tall vowels or whatever but yeah and when you say like you some i'm trying to think like in songs people don't say you like they don't say you they say like yeah or you there's like a word where they don't say like it how it's said 
And hmm. so you have to like pronounce it differently than what the like the artist would do. Interesting. Just all these things that I didn't know about choir and I could probably go on for days like asking choir <laughs> questions cuz I love singing. I just love what the choir does you and love join all the one of them. I told well, I always joke with Godsey. I always joke with Godsey that I'm going to uh, try to up for a, a solo one day for the uh, for the winter concert and sing like, you know, a Christmas song. I don't know. I think everybody, all the parents would be so confused if they're like, and now our radio TV teacher, <laughs> Mr. Corley, will be singing uh, Here Comes Santa Claus. <laughs> Grandma got ran over by a reindeer. Grandma got, although I did like, I did make the suggestion that they sing um, Little St. Nick for the Christmas, and they did last year. I don't know how it goes. <laughs> oh my gosh. I can't, I'm, not very, I'm not very educated on Christmas music, but I also don't really know titles of songs. Mm-hmm. So I asked you yesterday what songs d- would you sing oh, yeah. in the car, and you're like, I don't know anything. And that d- obviously is not true, because if I said sing before you got the song, if I was said, all right, Stevie Wonder, Sir Duke, you'd be like, what? Well, I know. You know it now. I know it now, but I wouldn't have. So this is our last question here, and we'll see. Hopefully you say yes, because if not, there's going to be a very awkward end to this podcast. <laughs> Will you sing us a little tune to end the show? <laughs> my gosh like what do you mean a little tune well you said so you told me that you sing taylor swift you sing what was the other stuff um billy eilish like billy eilish right yeah so i get like a compliment a accompaniment i mean i can try to find the instrumental here and can't just make me go acapella all right give me one second we're gonna pause again here oh (laughs) gosh all right so we have got the music queued up it is gonna be billy eilish happier than ever and Haley has requested that Billy be singing along with her. So, yeah. uh, Haley, here we go. <laughs> Don't be nervous. When I'm away from you, I'm happier than ever. Wish I could explain it better. I wish it wasn't true. Give me a day or two to think of something clever To write myself a letter to tell me what to do That's good. We'll, we'll take it from there. That's pretty good. So now not only have I we heard like that. have we heard Haley like sing the fall and uh, desserts concert, but we've now heard a little Billy Eilish. Fall and desserts concert? Yeah, the fall coffee and desserts concert. Oh, That's okay. what I was like, I thought you mean like fall and then winter, but you said desserts. No, fall and de- <laughs> fall coffee and desserts. Fall coffee and desserts. I see. So Haley, I want to thank you so much for being brave there and coming on the podcast as a whole. Yeah, that was um, scary. It's going to be so fun to have you for senior year in radio TV. Um, I don't know if you're taking peer. I'm not teaching peer next year, but no, um, we didn't even get to that. That's our human and social services class. Haley also does an awesome job for us there being a mentor to some elementary school students. Have you enjoyed that so far? Yes. That has I've been a lot of fun. It. But Haley, you can see her out on the soccer fields in the fall. You can see her in the pool in the winter. And? You, and in the radio TV. And in the spring. Oh, on the lacrosse field. That's <laughs> right. I'd, if Coach Preston is listening, he would be all over me if I forgot to mention lacrosse. Unbelievable. Um, but everywhere, Haley is all over the school. Everywhere in the school, if you are don't see her on the on the pitch or you don't see her in the pool, she's probably in the student section. 
So Haley, thank you so much for coming on and thank being you. guest number two here. This has been another great day at Whiteland High School, and you've been listening to Chit Chat with Corley. I'm Lucas Corley. We will see you next time. Peace.